English with Rob. Hello there. Welcome. Welcome back to the English with Rob podcast. I'm still talking about Britishness, so this is another podcast extra. This is a podcast extra. This is a podcast extra. This is a podcast extra. That's right. I'm still talking about Britishness, and this episode is all about a song. There is one song about Britishness, which I want to look at. I was going to put it at the end of episode number two, Britishness, but then I realised that this song should be an episode all by itself because there is so much to say about it. There is so much about Britishness. That you can learn from it, and lots of really useful vocabulary too. So, the song is by Professor Elemental, and it's called "I'm British." And before we listen to the song, I want to tell you some things about Professor Elemental, and I want to pre-teach you some vocabulary. I want to tell you about some words that you will hear in the song. So that when you listen to the song, you will know the meaning of these words. Then we will listen to the song, and then I will go through a lot of the lyrics to the song to pull out more meaning, and then we will listen again. But before all of that, here is the introduction to the song. The song has a small. Piece of introductory music first, so let's listen to that. Here we go. Ah, look at that, Jeffrey! Another fine day shining down on God's sweet Britain, land of crumble and lemon curd and opportunity. God, I love it. There you go. That's how the song begins. So the professor there is talking to someone called Jeffrey, and Jeffrey is the professor's butler. The professor's butler. What is a butler? Well, it's a servant. It's someone a very rich person pays to help them in every part of their life. So Professor Elemental has a butler called Jeffrey. But there's something strange about Jeffrey. Jeffrey is not a person. Jeffrey is a monkey. Professor Elemental has a monkey butler. Also in this introduction, he talks about God's sweet Britain. So Britain, you know, the England basically, and the other smaller parts of it. So Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. And he calls it land of crumble, lemon curd, and opportunity. Now, crumble is a type of British dessert, and lemon curd is a type of spread. It's something like butter, like jam, which you can spread on bread, or you can have it in the middle of a cake, and it's lemon flavored. In case you hadn't guessed that part. Okay, let me tell you a few more things about the professor. He's a rapper. 
what you are about to hear is rap, a rap song. But it's not your typical rap song because Professor Elemental raps with an RP accent, with a received pronunciation accent. And this is a standard English accent, but it is, it's a high class accent. The Queen speaks with a received pronunciation accent. Hers is a very posh received pronunciation accent. Professor Elemental is not quite as posh as the Queen, but he is definitely posh. Posh means upper class. And this kind of rapping with a received pronunciation accent is a genre of music in itself. It's called chap hop. Not hip hop, but chap hop. What is a chap? A chap is a high class man. High class men might call each other chaps. How's it going, chaps? Whereas I would probably say guys or mates. Somebody who is more high class would say chaps. Something else to know about Professor Elemental is that he wears a British colonial era explorer's costume with a pith helmet. A pith helmet. P-I-T-H. And, uh, well, you know what? The easiest thing for you to do at this point is Google Professor Elemental and you will find pictures. But this costume is a khaki colour a beige colour, you might say, with a, a helmet. And it's what explorers wore around maybe from 1600 until the early 20th century. And it's very much related to colonialism and the British Empire. Now, I don't want to talk too much about this, but Britain used to have an empire which means it it went to many countries around the world and basically said yeah we are going to run this country from now on this was the british empire which existed from the early 1700s until actually until 1997 when when britain gave hong kong back to china sort of um yeah, but we could probably generalise that the British Empire lasted up until World War Two. around this time is when a lot of it, when the British stopped ruling these countries and the countries took back control of themselves. Now, that's a dark part of British history. And Professor Elemental, he dresses like someone from this era, but please do not think that he is serious in his portrayal. Professor Elemental, I hope you won't mind me saying this, is sort of a tongue-in-cheek character. Tongue-in-cheek means he's making fun of himself. He's He wants you to laugh at him because he appears to be being serious, but in fact he's not really being serious. It's tongue-in-cheek. Okay, so before we listen to 
the song, let's look at some of the words so that you can be ready to hear these words in the song. The first word I want to teach you is an apology. An apology from the verb to apologize. And to apologize is just to say sorry. I'm sorry. If you say sorry to someone, that is an apology. The next word I want to teach you is cocky, an adjective to be cocky. If you are cocky, it means you are very, very confident, so confident that you are arrogant, meaning you have a very high opinion, a very high value of yourself, which is possibly too high. Next, I want to teach you about rhubarb crumble. Now, I already mentioned, and in fact, the professor sang about, well, talked about crumble in the introduction, and I told you that it's a dessert. And rhubarb is a, is it a fruit or a vegetable? It's a weird food which grows in the UK, and it's a bit sweet and a bit bitter at the same time. It's, it looks a bit like a thick celery and it's something which British people make desserts with. So rhubarb crumble is a type of dessert. The next word is a verb and it's to stumble, to stumble. To stumble is close to to fall, to fall over. Before you fall over, you might stumble. It's when you're walking and you you lose your grip with the ground. You lose your footing and you start to stumble. Maybe you will fall or maybe you will start to walk again properly. It's when you have trouble walking, you stumble. The next word rhymes with stumble and it is to mumble, to mumble. To mumble means to talk, but not clearly. To talk without enunciating. So, let me mumble something for you right now. So, if a mumble is sort of like this, you know, you don't talk very clearly, and you don't open your mouth, and it's just difficult to understand, right? You talk a little bit fast. There you go. It's when you talk fast and unclearly. To mumble. The next word is sarcastic, and if you listen to the episode, which this is a bonus of, episode two about Britishness, I mentioned sarcasm, being sarcastic in that episode, and it's when you appear to be being serious, but really you're joking. It's very, very common in British humour and British society in general to be sarcastic. For example, if my friend arrives with a new shirt and I actually think it's a terrible shirt and he says, hey, what do you think to my new shirt? I might say, wow, I love it. Where can I get one from? I think that shirt would change my life and I'd be a real hit with the ladies. You have to tell me where I can get that shirt. In fact, can I have your shirt? And he should be able to tell from the tone of my voice maybe or the context or how I'm being too positive that actually I'm being sarcastic. 
it's a difficult thing to get your head around. If you're if you're becoming friendly with some British people, they might start to be sarcastic with you, and it's a it's a nuance. It's something you have to work out when someone is being sarcastic and when they aren't. You can usually tell because what they're saying is probably a bit silly. Okay, the next one is another food thing, and it's clotted cream tea. Clotted cream tea. Clotted cream is a very thick type of cream. Tasty. Uh, next is a Morris dancer. A Morris dancer is a dancer, someone who dances. And Morris dancing, the style of Morris dancing, is a very traditional British dance where a group of men with bells tied to their wrists and ankles, to their legs and arms. They do a coordinated dance and they often hit sticks together and sing. Do they sing? I think some of them, some of it involves singing, um, but it's mostly the dancing. And they all wear the same clothes. It's, it's rather silly. It's a bit silly. It's it's a very old traditional style of dancing, not popular at all now, but some people get together and organize themselves into Morris dancing groups. Uh, next uh, to sport, and Professor Elemental sings about the wickets in cricket. The wickets in cricket. Cricket is a sport um, where with a bat and ball um, and one of the aims of the game is to throw the ball at the batsman and to try and hit the wickets behind the batsman. So behind the person with the bat are some sticks. These are called stumps. Balanced on the top of the sticks are wickets. And the aim of the game is to knock those off. And then that batsman is out. Cricket, of course, is a very British sport. And it's quite a high-class sport. You know, football is also considered quite British, but it's not a high-class, posh sport. But cricket and polo, and to some extent rugby, are more high-class. Here are a few words. Crikey, blimey, nice one, and wicked. These are all exclamations, words to convey surprise or support. Some alternatives which you might know are just wow or oh my god or awesome. Crikey and blimey are like wow and nice one and wicked are like awesome or fantastic. And the last thing I need to explain because you, you will never you will never guess what this means if you don't know. A fat dame in a panto. A fat dame in a panto. So panto is short for, it's an abbreviation of pantomime. And a pantomime is a type of theatre in, in, in England or Britain? I'm going to say Britain. A type of theatre which is comedy style, usually done around Christmas time, often based on famous um, fairy tales like 
Jack and the Beanstalk or Puss in Boots. These are old British fairy tales. And something which, there are many things that, that are always in pantos, but one of them is a fat dame. So fat, big, overweight, and a dame is a woman, but a fat dame in a panto is usually a man dressed as a woman. I don't know why, and it's funny. Also, don't know why. Well, I've been to pantos and seen fat dames, and yeah, it's funny. Okay, so those are all the things I want to pre-teach you before you listen to the song. Now, thank you for waiting. Let's listen to the song. Here we go. Here's Professor Elemental with I'm British. Ah, look at that, Geoffrey. Another fine day shining down on God's sweet Britain. Land of crumble and lemon curd and opportunity. God, I love it. I begin every sentence with an apology Sorry that's the case, that's just British policy Probably the case with everything in honesty I use ten words when two would do honestly I'm British And that makes me unique At least I think so when I hear you speak See we used to have an empire but we got a little cocky Like haha Johnny Foreigner, I'd like to see you stop me And sure enough we rhubarb crumbled Now in every town all the drunk teens stumble I'm rather glad really, it made us more humble Come and ask me where I'm from Dear boy, I won't mumble I'm British I don't want to be fantastic Just adequate And if I'm nice, it's probably sarcastic Ridiculously cynical That's what we're like If you can't take a joke Get on your bike I'm British Like a clotted cream tea Apologetic Morris dancer Then you must mean me I'm British Like the wickets in cricket Like crikey, blimey Nice one, wicked I'm British As a fat dame in a panto Like Woodhouse, Orwell, Wells and Poe So if you're down with the Brits Then make some noise but if you'd rather not, that's fine. Okay, so there you go. You've probably just listened to your first ever Chap Hop song. I hope you liked it. I like it. I like the sarcastic and whimsical nature of it. Um, I like a lot of the um, lyrical, the clever lyrics. And I like how... Um, it takes old style music and puts a really modern beat on it. I really like it. Okay. So let's go through some of the lyrics and I will explain the meaning and maybe you will find some new words there and learn something new about Britishness. So, I begin every sentence with an apology. Sorry that's the case, that's just British policy. So he's commenting here about the fact that British people apologise a lot and he, he even apologises himself. Sorry that's the case, that's just British policy. Policy means it's the rules, it's British policy. Obviously it's not really British policy, um, but that's what he's implying. Next. Probably the case with everything in honesty, I use ten words when two would do honestly. So, I use ten words when two would do. And here is a meaning of do you might not know. If you, if you say, yes, that will do, it means that's enough. That, that is sufficient. We don't need any more. So, I use ten words when two would do. So, 
he could say what he means with just two words, but instead he chooses to use ten words. And here he's commenting that British people often use long sentences to say something very simple, which could be said with a much shorter sentence. Next, I'm British, and that makes me unique. At least I think so when I hear you speak. Unique means one of a kind, individual, special. I'm British, and that that makes me unique. At least I think so when I hear you speak. And what he's saying there is, anybody who doesn't have a British accent does not have a good accent, or anybody who doesn't speak British and the English language. Does not sound good. Again, you know, please don't take this seriously. He's being sarcastic. He's joking. We used to have an empire, but we got a little cocky. Like, haha, Johnny Foreigner, I'd like to see you stop me. So, in the introduction, I mentioned the British Empire when Britain ruled a lot of countries around the world. We used to have an empire. But we got a little cocky. Cocky is one of the words I pre-taught you, and it means arrogant,、um, too much self-confidence. And haha, Johnny Foreigner. Johnny Foreigner is a term used to describe anybody who is not from Britain. So if someone's in the pub and they're speaking German or French or I don't know some some Asian or African language. And a British person hears them that they could, if they were not so nice, they could say, "Oh, there's a Johnny Foreigner in here." Yeah, Johnny Foreigner. There you go. It, it's and this in itself is a funny term because a foreigner, someone who's not English, would never ever be named Johnny. Johnny is a very English name, so it's it's a funny. Way of describing a foreigner. Oh, he's a Johnny foreigner. Yeah, I don't know. Okay,、uh, like haha, Johnny foreigner. I'd like to see you stop me. You know, we're we're too cocky. Foreign people, you can't stop us taking your countries. Next, and sure enough, we rhubarb crumbled. And sure enough, we rhubarb crumbled. So this is a pun, a play with words. And to crumble means to break into small pieces, and the dessert crumble is called that because it it looks like lots of small pieces all together. But he's saying we crumbled, the British Empire crumbled, it broke, it ended. But instead of saying crumbled, he's saying we rhubarb crumbled. So he's adding the dessert there as a play with words, a joke, which is a pun. A pun is a play with words joke. Now in every town, all the drunk teens stumble. So he's talking about the quite British problem, but I'm sure it exists in other countries too, of teenagers going into the street at night and drinking lots of alcohol and just getting drunk.、Um, we call it binge drinking, which means drinking not to be,、uh, you know, have social fun, but Drinking just to be drunk, just to be drunk. You know, when I go out drinking, I have a drink, and if I get a bit drunk, then that that happens.、Uh, 
and uh, it's fine. And if I get too drunk, I stop. But um, there's a phenomenon of binge drinking where people drink with the purpose of getting drunk and getting too drunk. I'm rather glad, really. It made us more humble. So he's saying losing the empire made us more humble, smaller and more um, less arrogant, less cocky. Come and ask me where I'm from, dear boy. I won't mumble. Dear boy is a term to refer to somebody else, and it's a very posh term. Hello, dear boy. How are you? Um, it's just, like I might say, mate. A posh person would say, dear boy. And you don't have to say it to a child, a boy. It can be to a man. Uh, can it be to a woman? Mm, hi, dear boy. Not really. It's more just a male thing. Come and ask me where I'm from, dear boy. I won't mumble. You know, I won't say it unclearly. I will say it proudly. I'm British. I don't want to be fantastic, just adequate. And if I'm nice, it's probably sarcastic. So... You know, he's saying that British people normally aren't arrogant and don't want to be the best at everything. They just want to be okay. And if I'm nice, it's probably sarcastic. Yeah, so I mentioned sarcasm already being sarcastic when somebody is not saying exactly what they mean to be funny. Ridiculously cynical. That's what we're like. Ridiculously is the same as stupidly too much in a silly way cynical means very negative about everything ridiculously cynical that's what we're like if you can't take a joke get on your bike i really like that rhyme there's a british phrase and it's get on your bike or just on your bike which means go away or stop it for example if um my friend no, not my friend. For example, if my daughter said, my daughter who's six years old says, Daddy, can I have a thousand euros, please? I might say, on your bike, like, go away, you're being silly. So if you can't take a joke, get on your bike. To take a joke means to accept a joke. If someone says a joke to you or plays a joke on you, if you are the fool in their joke, if they play a trick or a prank on you, if you don't accept that, if you don't find that funny, it means you can't take a joke. And if you want to be friends with a British person, usually you have to know how to take a joke. I mean, that's a generalization, but if you want to be friends with me, you have to know how to take a joke because some of the things I will say, I will be joking and you have to know that it's a joke, accept that it's a joke, and live with it, yeah? Take, can't you take a joke? Jeez, on your bike. Okay, I'm British. Like a clotted cream tea, apologetic Morris Dancer, then you must mean me. So I, I explained clotted cream tea and Morris Dancer before. He's saying apologetic because we apologize too much, okay. I'm British. Like the wickets in cricket, like crikey, blimey, nice one, wicked. So I talked about the wickets in cricket and there are those exclamations, crikey, blimey, nice one, wicked. I'm British as a fat dame in a panto, I talked about, like Woodhouse, Orwell, Wells and Poe. These are 
uh, classic British authors from classic British literature. So if you're down with the Brits, then make some noise. But if you'd rather not, that's fine. I like that. To be down with someone or to be down with something is to be accepting of it, to enjoy it, to embrace it. And make some noise is something you will hear in a lot of dance music or if you're at a concert, someone on the microphone might say, make some noise, and they want everyone to cheer and clap. But if you'd rather not, that's fine. You know, that's very British. Don't, don't go to too much trouble. It's okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so listen, I, I could go on because this is only the, this is, a, this is about half of the song. There is more of the song in which the professor mentions things like um, we are nice to our pets. He talks about how we have and how we go on with celebrity culture. He talks about being in seaside towns, that's towns by the beach, and eating fish and chips. Uh, lots of other British things. Too much for me to put in this one episode. So go to YouTube and seek out the fantastic video to this song also where Professor Elemental and his monkey butler Jeffrey are at like a, a British, a typical British festival with lots of um, Victorian style and steampunk costumes. Steampunk is, uh, how can I explain steampunk? It's like Victorian, like 18th, 19th, early 20th century costume, but with a sort of modern twist. Uh, what else is in the video? Lots of British cakes, lots of British flags, uh, lots of tea drinking, lots of crazy stuff. So go and watch the video. His music, of course, is also available on Spotify, but if you really want to help out Professor Elemental, the best way to buy his music is through his website, which is very simply ProfessorElemental.com. Uh, there you can find out loads more about him and you can buy his music and his merch and see where he's playing. And he's he has quite a few albums. He actually has a new album this year in 2020 called Get Messy, which uh, I really like. It's a really good album. So there you go, that's all for this bonus episode. I hope you liked that, I hope you liked the song. Go and check out more of Professor Elemental's music. Uh, he's got songs about tea, how, how great tea is and how the British people really enjoy tea. He's got songs about time travel. He's got songs about um, how he lives in his castle. Um, he's got songs about doing experiments with animals and all kinds of weird crazy stuff um with great music okay so go and explore professor elemental if you like that um if not don't i suppose and i hope i will see you or you will hear me at least in the next exciting episode of english with rob English with Rob